Welcome to Practice Pursuit for Therapists, the podcast dedicated to guiding therapists on the path to launch and grow their own successful private practice. We are Rachel and Adrian, and we are thrilled to embark on this journey with you. Navigating the world of private practice can be a daunting endeavor filled with uncertainties, and that's where this podcast comes in. Practice Pursuit for Therapists is here to host open and honest discussions around the most challenging aspects of being a therapeneur. In each episode, we'll dive deep into the crucial and intimidating aspects of starting a business. We want to support you in this emotional journey. We're here to help you take meaningful steps to overcome insecurities and doubts that might otherwise hold you back. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. So Adrian and I decided to do a series on all things that cause burnout as a therapist and an entrepreneur. And so we're going to spend the next several episodes just diving a little deeper on things that we've personally experienced in terms of worsened burnout. So today we're going to start by talking about self-care and we're going to start with self-care because just last week we were talking about the burnout we've been feeling lately and I let Adrian know earlier before this episode that I had been letting go of my morning routine and eating healthy and taking care of myself because so much has been going on personally and work. So when we talked about that, I just became more aware of how much I had been neglecting that. So the next day, I spent some time doing my whole morning routine and just kind of instantly felt like a new person. And it just made me realize how important that is to taking care of ourselves and preventing burnout. And we also want to recognize, even though we say owning your own practice in the mental health realm is a way to prevent burnout, it's still very possible to experience burnout. Mm -hmm. There's a lot riding on our shoulders. So we want to shine a little light on burnout prevention. So today we'll start with the importance of self-care. Awesome. So Rachel, you're talking about having to step back into that morning routine. And what I have also been reflecting on over the last few weeks is how I have been spending my time. And my morning routine when I was working full-time outside of the home was to exercise and get dressed and do all of the things that I needed to do before I took my kids to school. And since I've been home, I have taken advantage of the fact that I don't have to do that anymore, but it really is taking a toll on my mental health. And so where I felt like it was a luxury to not exercise or do any of those things until after I get my kids out to school, it is a luxury and it's a luxury I don't have because I don't have time. So what what winds up happening is I don't exercise. I throw on clothes, I get ready really quick and I see clients and then I get to the end of the day and I haven't exercised. And, you know, just the things that I have really taken advantage of, of having Mm -hmm. more time, I don't really have more time because as an entrepreneur, at least not at this stage, right? As an entrepreneur, as I'm still building and I have all these ideas for things that I want to do, I don't have time to be dilly-dallying on exercising and getting ready in the morning. And, um, you know, I was sharing with you earlier, making dinner from scratch every night. Like I do still need to treat my 
work from home job, like a job if I'm out of the house and I haven't been doing that. And so then I have been feeling really pressed for time constantly and feeling exhausted and overwhelmed. And a lot of it is my own doing. Yeah. Which sucks. (laughs) I totally get that. I had a similar realization lately. I really enjoy sleeping in and taking my time in the morning, but then when the end of the day comes around, I really want to decompress and not do things. So I just, I realized I like push things off for the sake of having more time to just relax in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I realized I need to manage that time better. So I started scheduling myself for early Pilates classes instead of waiting till I wake up to schedule. I schedule it for 8 a.m. So I know I'll have to wake up at 7 a.m. And then once, you know, after the Pilates session, I feel a little more energized and I take some time to just shower and get ready. And then I'm starting at 10 a.m. versus wasting time starting later. I was starting sessions around 11 a.m., but not feeling productive with that time I had in the morning. So I've really tried to kick myself in the butt and be more structured with my time in the morning. And that really helps me get in the right mindset for work in the day, too. Yeah, it's funny how we slip into these habits working from home where every day is like summer vacation, but it's not. And we still have to work and then it feels really (laughs) stressful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is nice to be able to create our own schedule, but sometimes we find ourselves a little too relaxed. So... On top of adjusting our morning routines and our morning schedule, what are some other things you've done to include self-care in your day? Well, (laughs) self-care in my day, I feel like looks really different today than it did a year ago when I started putting self-care practices into place. So, you know, when I first switched from working mostly in an alternate setting to coming and working from home in private practice, self-care was getting to do things during the day that I couldn't do when I had an office job. Mm -hmm. So that was things like, you know, my hobby is tap dancing. So taking my tap dancing class during the day um, was self-care and I am learning how to play the piano. So taking daytime piano lessons was self-care. And over the last year that has really shifted because I'm getting to do all these really fun things during the day, but that's taking time away from work. And so my self-care is actually causing me stress. (laughs) And that's a good point. Self-care now for me, as I'm trying to reevaluate my schedule and my life and my burnout is doing things like using my crock pot again. So I'm not cooking meals and actually getting up early instead of sleeping in having a different mindset. Like when I was in school, I had no problem getting home from work and writing a paper. Like that was my mindset is I had to get these things done and I had a timeline. So Mm self-care right now is putting timelines on myself and creating some time boundaries so that not everything feels like I can do it tomorrow. And that is helping me to feel more motivated. I read this article a couple of days ago. I don't remember where, but it was talking about how the key to happiness isn't having nothing to do. The key to happiness is having challenges and overcoming them or challenges 
and tasks and completing them. And mm -hmm, it was a really cool article. It was about, you know, we think that we've made it when we don't have anything to do, but really that causes depression and sadness, lack of motivation, because there's nothing to be motivated to do, Mm -hmm. but we feel accomplishment when we overcome obstacles and barriers and we complete things that we've set out to do. And we have goals that we meet that increases our motivation and our happiness. And I've just been reflecting on that a lot this week because I have all these goals, but if I'm not setting myself up to meet my goals, then I'm just anxious and depressed and uncomfortable, you know, dissatisfied with life. So I feel like for me, my my self-care right now is really about how am I using my time? Because as much as I love watching a movie at the end of the day with my husband, like when in my life have I ever watched a movie every evening? Never, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why do I feel like that is a must do every mm-hmm. night of the week to be able to take care of myself? So whereas that's what I was doing before, I'm recognizing that my self-care needs are so different Mm-hmm. now than they were a year ago and six months ago. Yeah. What about yeah. you? I thought of two things as you were talking. One is your inclusion of things like tap dancing and playing piano mm-hmm. as self-care. And I think that's really important. And something I talk about with my clients a lot is finding ways to be creative and expressive and how important that is for self-care. I do painting, mostly watercolor painting, and starting my own practice really gave me the opportunity to take classes and do workshops and be in shows and things like that. And I've loved that, but I also got to the point where I was doing that too much and it was taking away from being able to meet goals in the business. So I've had to pull back, and I think that's kind of a game of finding the balance mm-hmm. and doing those things because it brings us joy and happiness and contentment, but not doing it so much that we're neglecting the goals of our business. Yeah. And the other thing as you were talking that I thought of is how often I think I do this. There's other people I know who who do this. The image of self-care is just being a couch potato at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I've just learned, especially through the journey of having my own practice and really having to navigate, having the freedom to navigate and create my own rules and create my own structure and include what I want to include in my day having like total freedom, but also learning a lot of lessons and how much structure I really need. I've just, I've learned how many different aspects there are to self-care and little things I do throughout the day makes more of an impact than spending three hours on the couch at the end of the day. So I really try to do things like physical activity and I have a lot of chronic pain issues and there's certain kinds of activities that I need to do over others. So I, like I mentioned before, I do Pilates. So I try to do that most days of the week and I start my day with that because it helps get my blood flowing and warm my body up and set myself up for a more mobile day. And things like drinking water and eating fruits and vegetables and protein over junk food, I have learned how much that impacts my mentality, my emotions, my ability to think clearly and have focus in the day. Mm -hmm. That's not really 
the most fun type of self-care, but it Mm -hmm. is a type of self-care that I've learned is really essential for me. Also, knowing what points of the day I need a break. So usually between one, two, three o'clock in the afternoon, I get a slump. And if I see clients during that time, I'm yawning a lot. So I know I need to schedule my day around giving myself a break at that time. I also know that if I see three or four clients in a row without taking a break, I'll get kind of tired. So I usually try to do two clients and then break and then two clients and then break or maybe three clients and then break, but never more than that. And I I try to give myself time to decompress at the end of the day. And I really try to prioritize my morning routine. And my morning routine includes making my breakfast, drinking my coffee, taking all my supplements, journaling a little bit, recentering, doing a meditation. I usually do a guided meditation on Insight Timer. And then when I do that, I feel really grounded and ready to take on the day and I feel more connected with myself, which helps me feel more in control, less impulsive with my time, more driven and directed. So all those little things make such a difference in my ability to function in the day and get things done and stay on track. You know, so I think as you were talking about that, really, it really made me think about how, you know, we often let go of our self-care because we think, well, I've got all these things to do and I have my family to take care of. I have whatever. And so if I prioritize this time, I'm taking away from all of those other things. And so then it can feel selfish, guilt-laden. Mm-hmm. But recognizing that when we do these things, we are really setting ourselves up for success. And I think this is what we teach our clients, but we are really terrible about doing yeah. these things ourselves. It's so much easier to say these things than it is to do them. Right. But it's such a key piece of being able to maintain your focus, being able to feel productive because you're going to feel better when you feel productive mm-hmm. versus when you, yeah, you were present and you were there and you were at your computer all day, but you felt terrible. Yeah. So I think really remembering that taking that little bit of time or even time blocking breaks throughout the day. I think we are, our our profession has a culture of go, 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 eat when mm-hmm. you can. And that's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for anybody, but it's really not healthy for us. And so really looking at how are you spending your day and are you taking time to give yourself a lunch break? Are you taking time to go for a walk? Are you taking time to get outside? Because- yeah. That's sitting huge. in front of a computer all day is so hard on our bodies, on our minds. And so I think looking at that can just be a really, really important piece of managing that burnout so that you don't get to that place of burnout to begin with. But these are the first things that slip away. Yeah. It's so easy to let them slip away too when you've got mm-hmm. such a long to-do list and all these other things going on at home. It's too easy to let those things go. I think for me, it's the difference between staring at my computer and having brain fog and taking 30 minutes to type one note versus feeling mental energy, clarity, focus, getting things done. And like you said, when we feel accomplished, when we meet goals and get things done, that's energizing and motivating. When I have a day where I'm having such a hard time focusing I don't feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. It's just so essential. We're our best for ourselves and we're our best for other people 
when we're really prioritizing self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really recognizing that it looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And taking into account all those things that you said, right? It's not just about relaxation and rest and taking time to take a break, but it's nutrition, it's water, it's that mind piece Mm -hmm. of what do you need to do to have a healthy mind for you. The meditation is really helpful for me. Exercise really helps to get my mind centered. Exercise for our bodies, that movement there's a spiritual practice that Mm -hmm. you need to do to feel more centered and grounded and whole and really looking at all of those different components of ourselves so that we can take care of our our whole self and not just one little part. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be expensive and it doesn't have to take a long time. Right. Last week after we had that conversation and I was determined the next day to get back to my morning routine, I probably only spent 15 minutes journaling and meditating and that made all the difference Mm -hmm. for me. It really doesn't have to take a long time. But having intentional inward connection and doing these small things to take care of yourself just goes such a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And some of those self-care practices can be around your business too. You know, one Mm -hmm. of the things that I set for myself and told my husband last week, I said, okay, I'm telling you this for accountability, but I don't expect you to take responsibility for this, but I need to complete my notes every day. And I was so good about it. When I moved from a hospital environment to working from home, that was part of my practice. I finished my notes because especially working PRN in a hospital system, you don't have tomorrow, right? Like you have to get it done. And that was just part of my mindset. And when I started working from home, it was like, okay, well, I finish up with this client and then I've got to go get the kids. And it's really hard to transition back into writing Mm -hmm. my notes. And if I have time in the morning, all right, well, I'll just get them done in the morning after I get the kids to school. But then it gets later and later and later, right? And then other things get pushed off. And so really part of my self-care too is just staying on top of my tasks, those things that I want to have done daily versus those things that can be handled weekly, monthly, and really reorganizing and prioritizing what I need to get done, what I need to accomplish on a daily basis. Just that self-reflection of Mm -hmm. where has this gone haywire? And that was one of the areas where it's gone haywire for me. So just noticing what that is for yourself and what those practices are that help you to feel like, okay, I completed my day and tomorrow I can start a new one. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's huge for me too, getting my notes done the same Mm -hmm. day. I noticed that if I have things lingering and hanging over my head, then in the background stressed, I might not always have the full consciousness of how much that's stressing me out, but just knowing that there's things that I left undone just adds stress and tension to my day. And I might find myself more irritable or more tired or more sad or anxious and not necessarily know why, but setting up that structure and giving myself that expectation that I need to get these things done on a daily basis allows me to go into my evening without worrying about anything. There's nothing hanging over my shoulder. Well, there's always the never need to do list, but you know, those little things make a huge difference in spending just a few minutes on notes at the end of the day versus spending a few hours another day trying to catch up mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. And also when I'm time blocking and 
and creating my schedule and setting breaks in the day where I give myself time to do more of the administrative tasks. I'm not using that time to do notes and getting caught up on things. I can give myself that time to really focus on the other things that need to get done. Yeah. And I don't know if you have this experience, but when I write my notes same day, no matter how daunting the task is, they take half the time that they do Yeah, (laughs) if I put them off to the next day and I have to like rethink about what that session held. And then that's just wasting time. Yeah, And then that adds to the stress and it just snowballs. So just taking care of the things that need to be taken care of daily and not having a kind of lackadaisical approach about how you're going to do that. Yeah. So really having structure and expectations for ourselves is a type of Mm self-care. Yeah. And it's an important one if you're working from home versus going to an office, right? It's a lot easier to structure that and not leave until something's done. Right. But when you're working from home and maybe you get interrupted at the end of the day when you're doing paperwork and, you know, keeping that door shut so that kids don't come in or whatever it is that you need to do to to be able to complete those tasks as if you were working from somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. And there's going to be days where we're not perfect about it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to continuously be learning about self-care and how to be successful in our business. And one thing I tell myself if I've had a less than ideal day is this is not the end of my story. This isn't where things are just done and I failed and there's no more hope. It's an opportunity to learn and reflect and try to do better next time, but it's not the end of everything. And that for me takes off a lot of guilt and shame when I haven't done these things as well as I would like to. Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try again tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else on self-care? I think, you know, just really thinking about what do you need to do? What did you do when you worked for an agency? What did you do when you worked in the field to put it all away at the end of the day so that you could come home and transition and really thinking through what do those transition practices need to be? Because when we don't have a commute home to decompress and listen to our mm-hmm. music, or when we don't have X, Y, or Z, whatever it was that we used to do, we tend to fill that time with other things, you know, mm-hmm. and really thinking about how do you create that transition time for yourself? It may not be as long, you know, maybe you had a long commute to work and that was part of the reason that you wanted to work from home, but creating a short transition time or some kind of transition time to decompress before you move on to the next thing. So it doesn't just feel like you're constantly go, 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 go. And your focus is split all the time. Yeah. That's a really good point. And I think reflecting on those things and, and trying to create that decompression and maybe even not just at the end of the day, but maybe between tasks During Mm -hmm. the day, I sometimes have a hard time switching from therapist mode to administrative mode. Maybe that is something I could work on, just giving myself two minutes or five minutes to just sit and breathe and practice some mindfulness before switching to the next task and not feeling so rushed. Feeling rushed is something that creates stress for me, for sure. Yes. And it makes us less efficient. Yeah. So I like that point, making transition a more mindful experience. Yeah, I like that. Awesome. Anything else? No. 
All right. Well, we will continue the series on things that cause burnout. So continue to listen for more. Thank you all. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you all for joining in and listening to Practice Pursuit for Therapists. Please like, subscribe, and share if you love this episode. We appreciate you all and see you next time.